Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Thursday, 25th May, 2023. Our bit today comes from Matthew 22, verse 36, which says, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? So we finally arrived at Thursday, the day before the big day of Friday, but I'm sure many eyes hopes and thoughts are not on today, but turn to that day of supposed freedom from work. However, here's a little secret that I've learned in my own journey through life. You're never free from the tyranny of work. You may sidestep it for a while, but it always brings you back to that flurry of activity inherent in making a living and a life worth living. (laughs) Have you noticed that as our society gets more and more amenities and technologies that theoretically are supposed to make our life less busy and stressful, that we are instead getting busier and more stressed until we've reached the point where stress is the number one illness in the land? Don't ask me why that is, because I'm not an expert, not one of those qualified to give answers to such deep questions. But this I do know, our turning away from the God of our forefathers, that's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, has something to do with the increased busyness and stress that we are currently experiencing. And that's because a majority of us no longer seek his face and thus cannot enjoy the peace, love, and joy that he's promised to those who seek him diligently. It's all very simple, yes, and simply spelled out in his word, the Bible, that's the good library, the guidebook for earthly living. When our forefathers sincerely followed the Lord, They enjoy the level of peace, love, and joy that most of us in this society have never known. That's because they acquiesced to his will and his word. And if you don't believe me, let's look at a few scriptures that would do us the world of good if we went back to following them. First of all, Let's look at the main tenets of our faith, the most important things we ought to do under God's law. These are the words of Jesus, the Son of God, when asked the question in a sarcastic manner by a lawyer, a supposed expert in the law, trying to tempt him. Oh, brother, lawyers seem to have been a two-faced, fork-tongued, distrustful lot from day one. Anyway, he asked, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And that comes from Matthew 22, 
36 to 40. And that was nothing new to them, for it was the same thing Moses had said to their forefathers in the wilderness after he led them out of bondage in Egypt. Moses said to them, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. And that comes from Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 to 5. Now, according to Luke's version of the incident, the expert in the law stood up and tried to test Jesus by asking, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said unto him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? And that comes from Luke 10, 25 to 26. And the old crook gave the same answers that Jesus gave in Matthew's version. And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. But he, the lawyer, willing or wanting to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And that's Luke 10, 28 to 29. Oh, the deceit and hypocrisy that exists among the ruling elite, both back then and now, it's incredible. But Jesus went along with the lawyer's little game and told him the parable of the Good Samaritan, where the priest, the Levite, and a Samaritan passed a robbed and injured, sorry, a robbed and injured Jewish man on the road, and only the Samaritan, the hated cousins of the Jews, stopped to attend to him. And you can find that in Luke 10, 30 to 35. At the end of the parable, Jesus asked the old crook, Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said unto him, Go and do likewise. <laughs> yes, Jesus certainly put him in his place. And that came from or comes from Luke 10, 36 to 37. And that's what happens when we try to play foolish games with God, like turning away from him and trying to remove him and all signs of him from our society. Remember, he's all-powerful, knows everything, and sees everything. While we are just his frail and fragile creation from the dust of the earth, to which we all eventually return. It's just that we have gotten too big for our britches because of the amazing things we have discovered and invented only through God's empowerment. But what a sad day it becomes when the created thinks that he's bigger and badder than his creator. Don't you remember all the terrible things that the Lord did to the Jewish people for their stubborn and willful disobedience. The many times their land was besieged and captured by warlike enemies. And don't forget either when they couldn't wait on Moses to come down from the mountain with the Ten Commandments and they got Aaron, his brother, to make them a golden calf, called it their God and worshipped it. So and worshipped it. Then eventually Moses had the Levites 
kill all of the idolaters. And you can find that in Exodus 32, 25 to 29. Now, check out this scripture. And the people spake against God and Moses. Wherefore have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water. And our soul loatheth or detests this light bread. That's the manner the Lord fed them every day. And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much of the people of Israel died. Therefore, the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he may take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass, that everyone that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass, and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass, that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld or looked at the serpent of brass, he lived. And you can find that in Numbers 21, 5 to 9. What irony, my people, bitten by a snake, then saved by looking at a snake? Only our God could think up such a life-saving plan. Yes. But seriously, though, can't we see the Lord's chosen people? Can't we see it? that the Israelites suffered so many calamities because of their consistent disobedience? What else can we then expect from ours? Nothing but the chaos and destruction that's happening all around us. But as I keep, as I also keep saying, when the Israelites discovered their error, they were quick to repent and turn back to the God of their forefathers, who so lovingly forgave them and restored them to righteousness with him. Now, doesn't it make sense for us to do like them and repent and turn from our evil ways and allow him to heal our land as he has so faithfully promised to do? But how many of us practice that term nowadays? Eh? Not a whole lot. That means we'll continue to go downhill until we destroy ourselves. For the Lord is certainly not going to lend a helping hand unless we repent and turn back to him. Anyway, for those of us who are sincerely trying to make that happen, let's go home declaring. Yes, we spell declaring right today too. Let's go home declaring our Thursday blessings, which have been generously offered by the Lord for us to do his earthly work. Altogether now, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I am blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I am blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor and fulfillment. 
and blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. And now, friends, it's time to take those undeserved blessings and go out and use and share them just as generously with others as the Lord did with us. That's our bounden duty. Much love. And the postscript for today says, love and obedience. That's basically all the Lord our God asks, asks of us. And that's the gospel truth, friends. The God doesn't ask us much more than that. All he wants us to do is love him and be obedient to him. And if we do that, brother, so much will change and go right in our world. So please, let's wake up now. Let's wake up and turn back to God. Live for Jesus so that our children, or rather our children's children, can have a much better life than what we are experiencing now. And we pray that in Jesus' strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.